This is the World Sportsbook Competition Podcast, brought to you by Avantage Entertainment. Hello and welcome back to the World Sportsbook Competition. Usually we have our Premier League recap here, but as everyone knows, uh, COVID-19 has taken place, so uh, unfortunately there is no football. However, we are here today with Perks and Sud, as usual, to discuss the latest news in the Premier League. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, not bad. Just trying to find things to occupy myself with <laughs> Yeah, with the uh, with the outbreak, I know we're not locked down yet, but uh, might that might be coming, I guess, at some point. So. <laughs> Seems inevitable, yeah. guys. Yeah. This is one of those times where I question people that don't like football. Like, what do you do? Help me. Yeah. Like, what what do you do in your life? What happens when there's supposed to be football? Like, what are you guys doing? Like, we need help here, man. <laughs> <laughs> we need help. Come on, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. just before we came on the podcast, Sud was watching pigeons have a having a fight outside. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's desperate the last times. Couple of days, to be yeah, honest. it's like you know, day five or six of football. Oh. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's been rough, hasn't it? It's been. I mean, I was like, how long has it been now since the last game? Well, I was actually, I think it's been about a week and a half, was it? Since the Liverpool Atletico game, I think that's the last yeah, game that was Champions on. League games. Mm. Yeah, like a week and a half ago. So no, that was only a week ago. It yeah, a week uh, week uh, yesterday last Tuesday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So. My yeah. God, time goes like slowly when you get bored yeah. to death like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a struggle. However, we sh- we will jump on to what we're going to talk about because um, the Premier League, literally a couple of hours ago, released a statement with regards to the season because obviously it's been up in doubt. What people, you know, what what what's going to happen basically with this season? Is it going to be void? Liverpool handed the title, yada yada. However, their statement does say that they collectively have supported UEFA in postponing Euro 2020 to create more space in the calendar. And even though that the FA rules and regulations state that the season shall terminate no later than 1st of June, and each competition shall within the limit laid down by the FA determine the length of its own playing season, the FA's board has agreed for this limit to be extended indefinitely for the 2019-20 season in relation to professional football across the board, including women's football as well. And uh, additionally, they have collectively agreed that the professional game in England will be further postponed until no earlier than 30th of April. So there we go, guys. It would seem that they're going to get this season done or the 2019-20 season finished no matter what. Um, that might change obviously if if it's like December time and still nothing's mm. happened but um, what do you guys make of this do you think it's the right call uh, yeah I think so I think it's probably the most sensible call they could have made um, I, I'm, I, I can see why they've done it to the 30th of April even though I think many people suspect that it's going to be a lot longer than that I certainly do yeah, I can't see it getting be. underway on the 30th of April but I can understand why they've only done it. They don't want to say, oh, it's going to be till the 30th of June and then things maybe improve better than we think and then they look a bit silly then. But um, yeah, I think uh, the problem I have is though, even if they wanted to try and get it resumed as quickly as possible, uh, it's going to take a lot of effort from clubs, from players. I think some players won't be comfortable. Some players will want to play, some won't. Some clubs might say we don't want to play, some clubs do. So there's going to be a lot of uh, manoeuvring there, mm. I think, when we d- finally do get underway again. But, I mean, obviously, as we know, it's uh, pretty much 100% it's going to be behind closed doors. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah, when they'll they do finish it behind again. closed doors, yeah. Even if it's like June, July, I can't see fans packing into stadiums again. 
you know. So I think we're a long way off that. So I, I like you said though. I think you know there's been a lot of discussion, hasn't there, about oh should the season be null and void? Should it be? Should it carry on? Should it be sort of just you know halted now and say well wherever people finish that's where it should finish? I think it makes sense to do it this way, even if next season is going to be disrupted. I think to finish the season makes the most sense. It, you know, there's less chance of legal challenges then, you know, because mm-hmm. you get into that whole realm of legal challenges, don't you, with the other options. Yeah, you really do. And so uh, we played, what, over 75% of the season already. Yeah. Giving yeah. yourself to, I think it would have been a mistake right now to come out and say, right, the season's null and void. I mean, at least yeah, they've given themselves time with this. Yeah, I think that that's honestly the key thing for me, and that's why I think the the initial delay that we had wasn't enough. Taking them into the, just the beginning of April, there, mm-hmm. give yourself enough time because these are circumstances that are out of their control. There's no point delaying things for just a single month and trying to talk about turnarounds and coming back then, and we'll see what we can do. They don't really get to decide what happens. I know that might sound a bit bizarre, given that they're the governing body, but it is out of their hands. So I'm more comfortable with them saying it's it's going to come back no earlier than the 30th of April, mm-hmm. even though the reality is that that is incredibly optimistic if it was to resume on the, the 30th of April or a day after. So I think the timing element for me is a, is a big one. Don't put unnecessary pressure on yourselves. Don't look stupid by saying it's going to come back in a month. It's an indefinite period of time that is no earlier than the 30th of April I'm with with what Sud said before. June, July is more probable, but at the same time, if that turns out to be the UK's peak hit with with COVID nineteen, it, it could well be towards the fall and and mm. later on in the year. Well, like you touched on, it is unprecedented times, isn't it? And it is out of their control because we don't know how the virus is going to spread, etc. So. Mm. They have at least given themselves time to make a decision and we should have full disclosure on the show that uh, this benefits my team, Liverpool, obviously, because it gives us a chance to wrap up the title. And it also benefits your team, Perks, because Coventry are sat in first in the uh, in Yeah, we're one. top of League One, delving yep. down into the lower regions of the Football League. I'm, I'm not sure it benefits us too much, but I mean, that that's a topic for another day. I think I could go on a long, long time about that. But I mean, focusing on the Premier League for now... I do think that it's the right decision to continue the season rather than null and void things or as as they are or as they were, mm. like finalising it. Because that, for me, Liverpool's situation is a bit different because they are so far ahead and it, it is 99.9% confirmed that you're going to win the Premier League. I, I can sympathise with that. But I don't feel that you could just finalise European qualifications, relegations, promotions from the Championship, League One, going down the football pyramid, because not everything is as almost cut and dry as the Liverpool situation. We're not talking about 20-plus point gaps. Mm -hmm. You could win or lose a game and drop in or out of Europe. You could win or lose a game and drop in or out of a relegation position. So to simply finalise that with still nine slash ten games to go for some teams in some leagues, that would have been a massive mistake as well, far as I'm concerned. Just have to look at the relegation. Yeah. Could you imagine if you would have turned around and said, okay, season's done, Liverpool handed the title and relegation is how it is and Villa has sat there, well, if we win our game in hand, we're out of it and then you've got clubs on the joint points <laughs> I, with yeah, I think, ten I games think that plus whole to go. Argument about 
that whole argument as well for me about like, oh, let's just end the season now while it's 70, 75% done. I think that's another stupid argument because like you can't, teams have got games in hand. You know, some teams would say might, you know, we've, we've had, to, there's probably a team at the bottom that said we've had to play the top six, another team hasn't and stuff like that. You can, you know, it wouldn't be fair at all, would it? There's so many different opinion, factors, isn't there? No. But I also think the null and void thing would have been absolutely ridiculous. I just think, you know, it's funny because people might think, oh, well, you know, most of the fans, oh, it'd be funny, wouldn't it, if Liverpool didn't get the tie? I just think it'd be a farce. It'd just be ridiculous. It'd just um, be... Disclosure again, you're a City fan, know. to be fair, aren't you? So. I am, but I just... Yeah, but I wouldn't... I don't. I wouldn't want the season to be null and void. I just think it would be a mockery. It'd just make a mockery of the league. It really would. I'd rather just see the season finished and whatever happens, happens. I mean, obviously, we know Liverpool are going to win the league regardless, probably, but, you know, it's it, the whole thing with Champions League places, that's up for grabs. Relegation's up for grabs. Finishing positions, you get money, don't you, based on your finishing position. So teams mm-hmm. could, you know, in 10 games, you could go seven or eight places up the league and that's the difference between £2 million or £5 million, for example. So, you know, that could help a club. So and I think, actually, like Perks hit on, it might even be more of a, it would have been more of an issue for lower down the leagues because them clubs really do rely on the money they gain from promotion and money lost from relegation and stuff. So, mm. you it know, to relegate big. a team, for example, in League Two that still had a really good chance, I mean, it would have been crippling. Just like in League One, you know, if you're talking about getting promoted and it's like you're talking about Coventry getting promoted, but you just don't know, do you? Like, you don't know what's going to happen the last 10 games of the season. They could drop off massively. They could. They could have gone on to win the league easily. You just, you just, there's too many uncertainties to just go. Oh, well, we'll just keep it as it is. It just, I actually, think, I just don't. You know, uh, I, I think it would have been silly. I think a lot of p- people forget as well about teams. Uh, just take it back to Prem. That were, you know, everyone's going, yeah, null and void this season. Karen Brady's like, yeah, because West Ham will be fine. Oh, yeah. And obviously, yeah, you got li- people laughing that Liverpool win, win the league and stuff. The people, people were forgetting though about teams like Leicester. Having a fantastic season on course for Champions yeah. League. Sheffield United yeah, pushing the Europe uh, European mm. spots. Wolves pushing for Champions League. Yeah, that big moments in club seasons that could be defining for them going forward. If you yeah. just null and void that, all that hard work lost. Well, so, what would they have even done with Champions League if it had been null and void? Who would have got the top four spots? Apparently, the coefficients would have come into place, wasn't? No, it? see that for me would have been. I yeah. think. I think That's that was the rumor, isn't it? That just means the top clubs again get the favouritism, and it's like I just that wouldn't have been fair at all, would it? Really, that would have been absolutely disgraceful. Because Leicester, I assume, wouldn't have been anywhere near in that case. Because uh, United and like Arsenal and stuff, I would have been ahead of them, I guess. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just think that's silly. I just, I, that would have been ridiculous. So the whole null and void question in general, the fact that people were pushing for that so much, it just was just silly. I think really that would silly. Have, that would have created more problems in the long run than extending this season and then this affecting yeah. maybe a couple of seasons ahead. But talking about the affecting next season, if they get this finished in the summer, things they can look to do surely is scrap those early on international friendlies because yeah, they're definitely. not needed. I mean, could we even scrap some of the earlier rounds of the cup competition? I mean, surely there's something you can do to, you know, I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's annoying because we always win the Carabao Cup, so it'd be a shame to see it go. But surely that'd be one where you could just scrap it for a season. Yeah, yeah I mean, they'd have they'd have I mean, to pay on. off sponsors like, and obviously give well, a lot yeah, of money but... back for for contracts to be filled accordingly. But I think that would be the priority, wouldn't it? To to actually help the league and to yeah. lose some money here and there, it it would be an, a necessity. Have you seen the, how much that sponsor is? 
that Carabao Cup I don't know sponsors. The yeah, I'm no. sure it's quite a lot. It's no, it's not. It's like Is something it like two hundred no. grand. Oh well, there so you in go. the grand I scheme mean, of things, it it's, yeah, it's nothing at all. Absolutely nothing. So yeah. I think that there's definitely wiggle room there in the calendar. You could do away with replays from an earlier round if you're talking about the FA Cup. Yeah, definitely. You could have less going on in the football pyramid. So you could you could look at things like the EFL Trophy. You mm. could look at things in terms of when the cup competitions actually come into play, and do they have to be played? closer together rather than have round one and then round two so far out it might be a case of playing round one on any given tuesday and then you've got your domestic fixtures at the weekend and then it's round two next wednesday or however it falls mm -hmm. in the early part so there's definitely there's definitely wiggle room there i don't know how fond uefa would be of interfering with the nations league as well as mm -hmm. the fact that they've obviously had to deal with the euros as it is now i think that would be that would be difficult because then you're not just talking about your own governing body and your own competitions. That's more of a a cohesive mm. effort th throughout the whole of European football. And I think there's a lot more red tape for us to think about in, in that sense. I don't know, you know, I think with the Nations League, I understand what you're saying, but I think they could hit that on the head. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I absolutely, absolutely do. But from I, I'm trying to look at it from their perspective they've only just made it there's been no, one no. inaugural oh. competition they're not going to want it to fall by the wayside for but whatever effect reason the Euro, look, the Euros is going to be the most important thing that is the yeah. money maker you can say what you want about the Nations League I'm sure it does make them money I'm sure they by want the way, it but we the all Euros agree with that don't we priority. we all agree with what they decided to do with the Euro uh, being yeah, postponed for a year yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah I, I assume we, would, we did agree yeah well there would have been no way it further backs up the point I said before they've given themselves literally over a year of time. Yeah. There's no point trying to delay it for two months and then having to delay it again. Mm. Everybody knows what's clear. The nations do, the fans know, the organisers know in all the respective countries. It's a lot easier for everybody to deal with it this way. Mm. I agree. I, I'm just thinking about the timescales as well we're talking about going into next season. I mean, just a rough estimate, for example, I'm not, you know, obviously this is all conjecture, we don't know when it's going to start again, but say they could get it going again, say in August, say they started again in August. So they, you could probably get the rest of the season done in one month, I think. I do, because Play two, two games a week, two, three maybe, games even, a week. maybe even two, three games a week. You know, players are going to have had a long rest, so it's not like they're going to be knackered or anything. Um, and then what? You have maybe six weeks off and then start the season mid-October? Something mm -hmm. like that? I think there's a... Because then to me, yeah, you, know, I don't you think could get a quite, season done. I don't think it's quite as clear and easy as... No, I'm sure it pulling is. dates like I'm that sure. because if you if you're going to resume the season and the dates you're talking about, you've got to figure yeah. that we're going to have a preseason, whether it's a full preseason or a mini preseason. Yeah, you'd have to have the preseason like July. Or oh, something. it's definitely yeah, going to be a mini one. Yeah, the logistics yeah, of mini. organizing it for everybody mm. at the same yeah, time to, to come back and be ready when we don't actually know how far reaching the the COVID nineteen situation is going to be. Maybe some clubs would agree with it maybe some clubs wouldn't i think in the premier league am i right in thinking that you need 14 as a majority vote yeah yes yeah, 14 out of the it's 20 clubs 14 out yeah. of the 20 clubs to go ahead with it so i if, if things are still up in the air by that point and you've got pressure from owners or certain members of the board like you mentioned before the west ham situation if they're unsure of their own situation and then they're thinking do we really want to rush back to try and get something finished 
probably going down a bit of a rabbit hole with this way of thinking, but I do wonder the opposition from some clubs and they might think if we can drag it out long enough, then maybe we'll, we will reach a situation that the, se- the season will just be null and void if it goes mm. on for too uh, long. Well, apparently it was only two, wasn't it? Yeah. West Ham and Spurs yeah. who wanted it null and void. So you'd need to swing. Why would Spurs want it null and void, by uh, the way? Why wouldn't they? Crap season. Yeah, but it? they could a bad still season. get... Yeah, I just think they could still get Champions League, though. It seems a bit of a weird one. I don't know. But yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, maybe, yeah, I maybe they thought though. Season, but... Maybe they thought if this season was null and void, they'd be in the Champions League. Yeah, when it to started up again. Yeah, maybe. Know. Yeah, maybe you're right. I, I, I couldn't sound West Ham, obviously, because <laughs> you know they'd benefit them the most. I mean, Karen Brady's quotes literally confirmed everyone's suspicious. Yeah, oh, suspicions it's, it's with just that. <laughs> straight fear. Yeah, like they they cannot cope if they get relegated. Point the club about... will be so so much pressure yeah. under so much pressure. Should I say if they go down? Mm-hmm. But that's my point 100%. about sometimes it's easy to get like. Sometimes it's easy to get sort of like caught up in Twitter with these things with fans and all this and fan, you know, sort of patriotism because, you know, we're saying, weren't we? Oh, I bet you any money. Like most of the clubs have won it null and void. And it's like, well, actually, it's only two. The rest actually want the season to finish. Mm-hmm. Even clubs that you would say, you know, like even like clubs like, you know, United and City had probably ones that'd be like, oh, yeah, we'd take it being null and void. But I think even them clubs, they'd probably just want to get it done just for the integrity of the competition. So. Like you said, the fact that it's only two clubs out of 20 is a good sign, I think, that anyone yeah. at null and void at this stage. Um, I think that's a key word, though, or key phrase, even that you've just said, at this stage. Yeah, I'm, and it could change. I mean, I'm a pessimist about most most things in life. I mean, I, I just think if this runs on for the next three or four months and, mm. you know, nothing's changed, I, I, like we said before, we are expecting that the 30th of April is probably too soon, Yeah, just based soon. on the information that we get on a day-to-day basis from the government now. If we do go three or four months on, how many more clubs are going to start to think, hey, it's actually easier mm. to just forget this than have that knock-on effect of next season and the season after? But I just think if we're talking about, obviously, it's all about, with this virus, it's all about the modelling, isn't it? And they're predicting that the peak's going to be in sort of May or June. So my thinking with August was, well, by August, you'd like to hope that, obviously we don't know this 100%, but you'd like to hope if that, if that modelling's true, that the number of cases is going to go down quite drastically by then. So then they can start playing. I'd still play behind closed doors, obviously, in August. But you can maybe start in August. That was my thinking with the starting in August. Yeah. But we don't know how it's going to develop. That's the thing with this virus. We don't, we don't know. We don't know, do we? That's the problem. Yeah. There's a lot of. Uh, well, that's what we're doing here. We're speculating. Yeah, like, we've speculate. got the, the recent information from the Premier League, but like, let's be honest nobody knows this is pure mm. speculation it's really interesting to get people's thoughts on it they're gonna have to sort of it's not just about the clubs either it's the players isn't it because the, we know the players have power, all the power if they decide they don't want to play then it won't get played i'd be I don't think the clubs are surprised if the only way they're gonna um pull together and say they don't want to play is if this mm. virus is not under control well that's it yeah that's what i'm thinking because yeah, otherwise yeah. if you're yeah. a footballer and yeah, they're saying you're going to be playing play, yeah. yeah behind closed doors you're going to want to play on you you imagine i was anyway, just thinking if i was just thinking if they suddenly go oh you're playing in june or something i can imagine mm. some players being like yeah i'm not sure i'm comfortable with that yeah well, it's i mean still regional. we have the the most high profile situation don't we with ronaldo i know it's it's gone on a few days from there but the moment it was confirmed that rugani had had tested positive for it he was like right i'm staying away from turin and i'm not yeah. coming back so yeah, yeah. And, you know imagine a situation like that if you talk about again if we talk about teams under threat of 
relegation or teams going for, for Champions League or European qualification. Can you imagine if one of the key players said they weren't going to come back? Mm. Mm. That yeah, there was yeah. too much risk. Like The fixtures are there. They're set in place. It's not completely clear, but things have slowed down. We haven't got that many new cases. Mm. But what if, I mean, if we look at the West Ham example again, what if Fabianski turned around and said, I don't fancy it. I, I don't feel comfortable mm. with it. He's probably one of their best players. Yeah. Or Mark Noble, Declan Rice, someone like that. I mean, that's only for them. You know, you could have it with United or Chelsea or Leicester are probably I guess the, a bit uh, too high up to, to drop out, but you don't know. Okay, But I guess the, the, the FA or Premier League, whoever it is, could then say, well, that's a personal choice. That's nothing to do with us. We've decided these are when they're being played. If players don't want to play, we can't force them to. Yeah. And I'm just, just carry on regardless. Like, it's, a, it's a difficult position. Oh, yeah, it's one that I hope we avoid. It's one yeah. that I hope doesn't get forced on people because it would be bad. I do also and wonder... It, sorry, Perks. I do also wonder what, what happens if... Uh, say the UK comes into lockdown, whatever. The, the virus is on its way down and they start playing games and they finish the season behind closed doors. They have mm. their mini break and then they, can, and then they start the new season. But I'm I'm going to assume they wouldn't start the new season. But if this is the case, what I'm going to propose: what if Europe still hasn't got it under control and Italy's still struggling, mm. and players then are refusing to play in Italy? Does the Premier League start up for the next season? Because what happens with the European competitions? Well, is it, was it what was his name? The UEFA. What's his name? Sefer, Severin. Sefer, I can never pronounce yeah. his name. Alexander yeah. Severin. Whatever his name is. Something along he those said lines, it would yeah. be down to the leagues themselves. Like UEFA can't actually tell the individual leagues when to start and stop again apparently they can only advise they, they can only advise yeah yeah they don't govern it they can only obviously with the champions league they can say do what they want they can say we're starting here we're not starting but with individual leagues they can't do that so i'm wondering whether premier league could just go well we're starting up anyway mm. because it doesn't affect other leagues but it, it, it is a bit of a weird one logistically yeah. from a european competition point of view i think it's an absolute nightmare because yeah. like you touched on oh. with the Premier League it could start in X, Y or Z date and how does that affect Italy if they're still heavily affected more so than any of the European country and what's going on in Portugal what's going on in Spain they're quite heavily afflicted right now as well Germany seemed to be doing not too bad with controlling things but in three months time who knows so I don't think it's reasonable to think and maybe this is me thinking out loud a little bit, but I I wouldn't be shocked if we didn't have a Champions League next season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that, that would and that would yeah. also uh, enable leagues to finish easier, wouldn't it? Next season. Yeah, obviously so it would be crippling me. for teams that qualified that don't normally qualify, and you would you would think of the the money that they would be missing out on on the revenue for for all kinds of things, television and fulfilling fixtures. But I think we have to be sensible here if we're getting a Premier League. That say, for example, the the twenty twenty one season starts in pencil in October, yeah. But Serie A doesn't start until December, mm. and the Bundesliga starts in August, and we're all over the place. How on earth could you schedule European competitions? No, I think it's impossible. I think they, in that case they would have to, as much as money as they'd lose, they'd just have to do it. The only thing though that just... I'd throw out is, isn't that kind of the case for Russia? Don't most of the time they play European football, especially, no, true. especially knockouts, I believe, that they're in their pre-season. Yeah, yeah or they've well, already they haven't started. played a fixture for forever. Yeah, mm. they're way off, yeah. aren't they, in terms of the scheduling with that? I can't remember which way it goes, but it could I end just up think that, like that it's true, but then I'd think, well, 
Germany, German football, Spanish football, Italian football is way more important than Russian football, as bad as that sounds in, in terms no, of no, it's true, isn't it? Because it is, true. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's true. And they'd probably think, well, well, you know, they're more important leagues. We can't be having it like that. But, I mean, you might be right. They could still do that and just knowing UEFA as well. And I, don't know, I can imagine them just being like, oh, no, it carries on. It's just a whole other you kind know, of worms, isn't money, it? So. Because of my, I don't yeah. think they. I don't think they could just say it carries on. There would have to be a no. Made. Would I don't think it could be that flippant. They, I mean, they want. They wouldn't want that. That'd be the last resort for yeah. the Champions League. They would really. They'd find any other way. I think of getting it on before mm. cancelling it. I don't think they just go. Oh, we're cancelling it. I think they would try and anything they could to whether they'd maybe. Do you think maybe they'd even go back to the old style European Cup style of knockout straight away? Well, I was thinking Rather that, that group games. they discussed, didn't they, the other day about the possibility of a mini Champions League to finish yeah. off this season yeah, over yeah, yeah. two or three days in, a, in any mm. given city. So maybe that could be the solution next season. I don't, I don't think it'd be over two or three days, but no, maybe come a point there would be there well, would be two or three weeks were, in which the competition would run. They were talking about it, like how the Spanish uh, was it the Copa del Rey was handled. Was it the Copa del Rey or the League Cup, whatever it is in Spain? You know how they had they had it in Qatar, didn't they? Uh, yeah. Semi finals and then final. Like the first time it's been done like that. Real Madrid ended up winning it, I think. But maybe that's what they're thinking with the Champions League because that was done within three days, I think, or four days. There was two semi finals and the final within like yeah. four days. The only so maybe thing that's is, what though, thinking. with a whole with a brand new competition. Mm. Like, I mean, obviously, this season we're much closer to the end. It would be much easier to facilitate. Oh, but yeah. with a brand new competition, with all the teams that are qualifying mm. from all the different leagues, that that again coming back into the the realm of a logistical nightmare. How on earth would you play out so many fixtures? You'd have to, you'd probably have to devise a tournament in which teams weren't playing as many games, or mm. group fixtures were played in neutral venues, and you only played each other once, something like yeah. that. I, I, I mean, this is thinking out loud as, as as obvious as it gets, as you can tell, but I don't see a full Champions League and a full Europa League schedule going ahead for next season. It would seem no. it would seem impossible based on the knock-on effects that we're expecting. I mean, what Especially about Europa this season? Well. What about this season, though? I mean, we're talking about Leeds going up, getting back up and running and stuff, but what happens to the Champions League and Europa League? Do you think they're just going to no, scrap so. it? Or are they going to do a Club World Cup style? I know you mentioned the Copa del Rey, uh, Sud. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Club World Even Cup style, season, just get next season. someone in a country yeah, that's not it. affected. Just get it out of the way. and just. Uh, it's funny, though, because there's still... We think, like, oh... Because I saw people being like, oh, well, it's at the quarterfinal stage. Well, it's not at the quarterfinal stage. There's still two ties, isn't there? Yeah, the we still 16. have to play the, the yeah, Bayern-Chelsea second Bayern chelsea and City-Madrid ties. So that's um, still ties well, to Barca be decided. still have to play Napoli oh, as well. We've well, got yeah, the other so side. Oh, there's four ties then. There's still four yeah. last 16 ties. So it's like, how do you... Null and void yeah. the comp. Liverpool stay as current champs. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But again, it's another it's another one where they could null and void it, couldn't they? And just say there's no Europe. But then it'd, like, but then it'd be arguments about prize money. There'd be arguments about, well, that's wrong because you've not done that with the league. So it's like, it, that opens another can of worms if they just decide to scrap it. But I mean, it's possible. They could scrap it. it or they could, like you say, reduce it. Could they do a thing where it's just... Obviously, you'd have to play them last 16 games, but then one leg. It'd have on to in. be one leg, I It'd think. It'd have to be one leg at a neutral venue. I mean, because that's fair at the end of the day. One leg at a neutral venue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that no is how it would have to that. be. My only thought on that, to, to play devil's advocate and, and the whole like arranging it that way, is that if you're mm. talking about bringing teams who have been maybe or maybe not 
um, in, in directly in contact with the virus, or at least one or two of their players or their staff mm -hmm. in. If we if they suggested bringing it to a venue that you know was completely clear, there'd been no confirmed cases in the country. I'm not sure they would be okay with that that country or that organisation possibly true. bringing bringing people in, whether it was players or staff or whatever capacity they hold at the club, because then that presents a whole other risk to them. So it might be great for like uh, face value, but when you actually start to look into it, when you when you start to try and organise these things. I think there'd be a bit of opposition surrounding that. It's not as easy as me and, well, us three just saying, yeah, yeah, they could do it. No. Play in this country is unaffected. Yeah. Like you said, there's a lot that yeah. would go into it. And then all of a oh, sudden a it is affected because because teams went there. So Yeah. And that's a lawsuit. It is an absolute nightmare. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Uh, Domestically, from a European perspective, the the far-reaching <laughs> implications, I don't think we're going to we're going to know for some time, but this isn't just the next one or two months. This could affect the next two or three seasons. Mm. It, really it will, does. and I think one other thing that, well, I guess we kind of already have touched on it, but the other strange thing, even when the football does come back, say it is August or September, I, I think it's a very high chance that it's going to be behind closed doors, at least for the first couple of months, which is going to be very strange. They might as well just have it behind closed doors, to be honest. At, at least, I think they'll finish the season behind closed doors. The new season will probably start normally, if by October we're doing better, mm. but... If you're thinking about playing games in July, August, September, they're probably still going to be behind closed doors, which is going to be very strange. It's just going to be a weird... Yeah, I, weird I think thing. it is probably the most sensible option, though. If yeah. you can get to a stage oh, yeah, which all 20 clubs are, are clear and the tests are coming back negative rather than positive for every single member think, of staff uh, or player involved, I think that does make the most sense. Logistically as well, it would be better, wouldn't it? Because you're not having fans having to travel. Like At least if it's just the players playing and the match officials. Yeah, it's contained it's just easier than it more than it would be you could fit more games in that way as well I think rather than like saying oh Newcastle fans travel down to London and then travel back up. so it's like you know I think it just makes it easier yeah I completely agree and uh, you know we're like we mentioned before on the podcast we're in unprecedented times so we'll have to see how this all plays out we hope anyone who is listening to this is staying safe and well um, and uh, we'll have to just like I said wait and see watch how this all plays out but thanks for joining me as ever, guys. Um, we'll no probably worries. be back next week to discuss any more football news that's breaking, maybe some transfer rumours because there's still a lot of them flying around at the moment. So, yeah, have a good week. Stay uh, safe, guys, and well, as always, and uh, we'll talk in soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. This is the World Sportsbook Competition Podcast brought to you by Avantage Entertainment. <laughs>